Good morning. This is Paul Donovan, Chief Economist at UBS Global Wealth Management. It's 6.30 in the morning London time on Tuesday the 20th of June. We get the release of May producer price inflation data from Germany today, which is expected to continue the long run of disinflation that has been in place since the second half of last year. In comparing to consensus, it's worth noting, again, that the number of forecasts used to calculate the consensus is relatively low and the range is relatively wide. Nonetheless, the disinflation force is clearly there. However, producer price inflation is not where the overall inflation issue is these days. Demand shocks and supply shocks will generally show up in producer price inflation. Profit-led inflation is far less likely to be visible in producer price numbers, because most profit-led inflation is about margin expansion after the producer sectors. There are some exceptions where consumer branding is especially strong, like food and clothing. So, the disinflation here emphasises that the first and second waves of inflation, the transitory demand shock and the energy supply shock, are behind us, but the profit margin expansion is still there in consumer prices. In China, the mortgage reference rates were eased in line with the easing of other policy rates that has been taking place recently. However, the mortgage easing was only in line with past policy rate moves. It didn't exceed them. There were optimists who thought that more would be on offer. Such disappointment seems to be more about the mood than the economic practicalities. At a time when precautionary savings rates are relatively high, it is unlikely that an additional 0.05% of interest rate easing is going to make a great deal of difference to China's near-term economic performance. In the United States, the effect of monetary policy tightening in the past will be on display with the assorted May housing data for starts and building permits. The US economy is not very interest rate sensitive, but the one part where rates do matter is housing. It's also an area that is vulnerable to a tightening of credit standards to some degree, but that does not seem to be so big an issue at the moment. The consensus expectation is for a bottoming out of housing starts, more or less at levels reached in late 2019. This is not necessarily what the United States needs, as there is a shortage of housing, but policy-constrained demand is going to influence the level of supply. ECB Chief Economist Lane is speaking again today after yesterday's comments demonstrated the degree of division within the organisation. Lane suggested there was no need to commit to raising rates in September, but other governing council members seem to be more worried about inflation, presumably not noticing the rapid disinflation forces that are emerging outside of profit margins. The factionalism of the European Central Bank would be less of a problem if there was strong leadership. That's all for today. Have a good day. UBS Chief Investment Office's investment views are prepared and published by the Global Wealth Management Business of UBS AG or its affiliate, UBS. This material has no regard to the specific investment objectives, financial situation, or particular needs of any specific recipient and is published for informational purposes only. As a firm providing wealth management services to clients globally, UBS AG and its subsidiaries offer both investment advisory services and brokerage services. Investment advisory services and brokerage services are separate and distinct, differ in material ways 
and are governed by different laws and separate arrangements. In the USA, UBS Financial Services, Inc. is a subsidiary of UBS AG and a member of FINRA SIPC. For information, please visit our website at ubs.com forward slash working with us. For a full legal disclaimer applicable to the independent investment views produced by UBS, please visit our website at ubs.com forward slash CIO disclaimer.